0: Hey guys, I'm gonna deviate from my normal intro and just go straight into it. Today's episode is kind of the audio diary of when I went to a career fair at a juvenile detention center. So these are my thoughts just one day after the event. So I don't know where this fits into the confines of the podcast, but I wanted to add just a little bit of maybe an audio diary for you guys. Uh, and this is something that's been on my mind for a couple of days. It's a new experience. A So every, maybe about every two weeks, I go to a career fair that's hosted by a local organization here in Jacksonville. Um, and I'm the name of the organization doesn't immediately come to me right now, but I go to a a career fair at a, either a local middle school or a local high school. But yesterday was a little bit different the career fair I went to was at the uh, Juvenile Detention Center here in Jacksonville. And it's the format was completely different than what I've done in the past in that, obviously, it's a, it's a prison. It's a prison for young people. It's a prison where I saw kids as... They were as young as, I think, eighth grade to as old as like seniors in high school. Uh, Obviously, in this detention center, they were still taking classes, still working on, still uh, working towards their GED. But the thing that that was most notable to me was the differences between going to a high school and going to a detention a detention center. Number one, the attitude, the attitude, the feeling, just the the atmosphere. The atmosphere in the, in the detention center was gray walls. It was very vanilla. Uh, the room we were in had one, maybe two TVs, and it was just—it was depressing. There was no color in there. It was—it looked like a prison. It felt like a prison. You walked in there, you had to um, had to go through metal detectors. You couldn't have any sharp objects. You couldn't have any. Um, any small, small objects that maybe could be used as weapons, and, and you couldn't give anything directly to the kids. So if we had anything, any giveaways, any brochures, any bracelets, anything like that, any giveaways, once the, once the fair was over, you had to, we had to give them to, not the warden, but give them to a guard who would then distribute them to the kids. So you couldn't give anything to the kids directly. And another thing with me being associated with the Y, we one thing I love to do is especially since since the Y is a fitness facility. One thing I like to do is do a push-up contest. Like a lot of kids like to like to flex their muscles, like to uh cuz ego is is in place at that age. They like to show what they can do. So I like to do a push-up contest just to allow them to to flex their muscles a little bit. But I was like explicitly prohibited from doing this push-up contest because what they said was that the kids are doing push-ups once they, once they get to the ground a lot of them are suicidal right? a lot of these kids are suicidal and once they get there they would literally bang their heads on the ground a lot of these kids would literally bang their heads on the ground if they were allowed to do push-ups. That's the, mentality, that, that's the mentality of some of the kids in this facility just based on some of the things that they've gone through, just based on their life experiences. But one thing that I, even with that, one thing that I love is that the people who are at the, at the career fair were chosen for a reason. Because you can't bring anybody into a, a detention facility, a juvenile detention facility. You have to be a special kind of person. You have to have a a real willingness to help people, especially in that position. A lot of those kids were were um, convicted of manslaughter. Uh, a lot of them convicted for murder. Um, a lot of them on a lot of them on drugs and what have you. And actually, it helped, even though I had never touched anything like that. The gentleman that I had with me, he connected with them on some of those levels. So he was able to really give words of encouragement to them and say, look, I've been where you're at. I was in jail at the age of 17. I I just want to let you know that this is not the end of the line for you. This is not the end, even though you're sitting in a cell you're staring at gray walls all day you have limited access to the outside world this is not the end of the line for you so personally i'm thankful for his message and i know the kids were thankful for this message because when they walk in they see people on the other side of those tables and just right off the bat they're thinking these are perfect people these are people who have never been in a trouble situation these are people who have never been in prison. These are people who have never been in trouble with the law, led, like fed with a silver spoon. Nothing's ever wrong with. Them. But I'm thankful for him because he was able to connect connect with them on that level and say, look, you can't judge book by its cover. I was in jail at 17. I was where you're at, and really able to uplift them uh, that way. So I just want like so this is this is my video diary, and I want to go back. I want to go back. And another thing that I one change that I wish would have happened was with the groups. Sometimes they came to your table uh solo and sometimes they came to your table in pairs, but we only had two or three minutes with them. And two or three minutes to connect is not enough time. It's yeah, it's enough time to just plant a seed, but I know for me I wasn't satisfied with that two or three minutes. Them I, I know for a fact that some of them were not happy with those two or three minutes, and others just couldn't care. Like, if it was if it was negative two or three minutes, they'd have been cool. If some of them came to the table and just, yeah, whatever, it's just, just something that people are making me do. So, it's not a big priority. I really don't want to do it. One kid even came into the table and said, hey, we said, hey, we're from from the YMCA, yada, yada, yada. And hey, what's your name, what do you like to do? And then he literally turned his back and then just started looking at every, everywhere else. We later found out that we were the exact table that he wanted to visit. But yeah, I just wanted to note the, the differences between the two experiences, between going to an actual elementary school, uh, not elementary school, but actually going to a, um, a middle school or high school and then being in this detention center. Obviously the school system, the school environment is a lot more lively. This detention center definitely needs um, definitely needs people to care about these kids. Um, so I just wanted to, to give my thoughts on that. And look man, I don't know if I, at this point I don't even know if I have any really advice. Just can't judge, can't judge a book by its cover. And uh, a lot of these kids deserve second chances they want to be better, Uh, they want to do better, but their past won't let them have the opportunity to do better. I absolutely love what I do, no matter if I'm doing it inside the after school program that I typically have, or whether I go outside the, the doors of the building and minister and reach out and give some encouraging words to, to youth in the city. Um, I love what I do, um, no matter where I do it. So if you are in a similar situation, I'm the team coordinator at a local YMCA. If you program events, if you are a coordinator, if you're a director, if you lead a group of young people and guide them through this world, whether, whether it's, uh, speaking or whether it's, um, uh, activities. I would love to hear from you. Uh, hit me on Instagram. Uh, I'm at Micah underscore D-B-M-I-C-A-H underscore D-B and I would like, yeah. Go to the DM. Um, I'd love to talk to you and just see what you do. Just really just a think tank. I, I, take, some of, uh, I take some of your ideas and, and you take some of mine so hopefully that others in our similar situation can benefit.